a democratic republic of sports. The Sportsocracy with ESPN Asheville hosts Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green. Welcome into the Sportsocracy, Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green here as always in the Wicked Weed studio. Wickedweedbrewing.com. Drink different. It's conference championship week in college football. We got all of it on the way today, Thursday night football. I told you it was going to be a good one. It wasn't a good it one. It was a good one. It was man. two teams that couldn't play any damn defense. It was just track meeting up and down the field. It was a back and forth overtime battle, which is exactly what I look for in games like this. When you have two teams that aren't at the top of the league, I want to see a good competition, and that's good competition. That was not good competition. <laughs> That was hey, look. Watch Justin Herbert throw for four trillion yards because uh, Trayvon Mullen shouldn't be in the NFL. If I saw the number twenty-seven one more freaking time, I mean, my God, how many penalties? How many penalties can one guy have in one game before somebody goes, "We have to have something better"? Right. I mean, it was pathetic. That was the Chargers' whole game plan: find twenty-seven wherever he is, just throw at him. Yeah. Well, they took advantage of it. Uh, in the end, they were able to. Uh, yeah, he got tortured. Oh, they got burned. Yeah, T- tortured. They got burned bad in overtime. They, they, yeah, Jalen Guyton catching the fifty-three uh, yard pass in overtime to get him down to the two, and then it was Justin Herbert punching it in. And for uh, the thirty to twenty-seven win, I thought it was an entertaining game. I also looked at that last play and went, "I don't think I want Justin Herbert doing that anymore." Well, he likes I, I to just, fumble when he does that a lot. Right, but I just saw that, and I saw him, you know, second effort reaching it over the goal line. Normally, I'm like, yeah, that's a great gutty play. And then I'm thinking that's exactly what happened to Drew Brees. I mean, obviously, it was on the other the other goal. <laughs> he was coming out of his own end zone when he reached out to grab the fumble and then remember he destroyed his, his shoulder when he got landed on I saw that last night for a second in that uh, Justin Herbert play, and I went, I don't know how much I want him doing that. I'm fine with it. They're, <laughs> they're five in a billion. I'm, I'm, I'm good. But you don't, you don't have any concerns about a quarterback like that? I would, much, ra- I would much rather you do that than do what Cam Newton did in the Super Bowl and just stare at it <laughs> like it has the Rona on it. Right, right. I don't know. Uh, but it was a great play. Justin Herbert is fantastic. He's, he's damn he's, good at football. I was. I. I don't know that I have ever been as wrong about anybody as I have been about Justin Herbert. I thought he would be good. I just didn't think it would be this fast. See, when we were talking about him, I think when he was a junior at Oregon, and I was saying, I think this guy's going to be a bust. I don't see him being successful in the NFL, and I was super wrong. I thought he would take some time. He has taken no time. Right. Now, it also didn't hurt. They have a ton of weapons. Mm-hmm. By the way, I, I have to say this just out of uh, sheer spite. Okay. Uh, Keenan Allen, if you're hurt and you look at a camera and say, don't sit me, you should probably have more than two points in a fantasy football league. <laughs> just throwing that out there. I didn't play you, but I had a lot of people ask me that question. Right. And when you said, don't sit me, uh, okay. 
you've been real good. You know your body better than I do. Stop trolling us, NFL players. <laughs> we don't ask for much. Just don't troll us. Oh, Josh Jacobs. He's another one. Taunting fantasy owners. Uh-huh. And getting Matthew Barry in some trouble. Have you seen the backlash against Matthew Barry? Matthew Barry came out and said, you know, uh, Josh Jacobs posting the the middle finger emoji to all fantasy football players was a jerk move, and he has been roasted by people over over that Josh Jacobs thing. Everybody gets roasted for everything. That's true. If there's one person very that, true. Is, that is very sympathetic to that, it's me. <laughs> Just look at my mentions on Twitter. That's all you got to know. Right. I mean, I get, I, get to, I get told to do more things that are physically impossible than any person I've ever met, especially somebody that's in a little city, in a reasonably decent-sized state. Right. I get told to play in traffic at least three times a day. <laughs> On social I mean, media. I don't. On I, social I don't media, because I tell you that about six times a day. Yeah, I don't <laughs> listen to you any more than I listen to them. So, I mean, you keep firing away, I mean, it's fine. Not gonna. <laughs> if you're gonna tell me to do something, it should probably be something inside because I'm a house cat. Oh man, Josh Jacobs last night though he at least got into the end zone. The running effort wasn't all that great. I played him in a league that was half point per carry. He was fine because he had about five thousand carries. He did for about five thousand and four yards. He did thirteen points. I got you thirteen points, half point per carry, twenty six carries, an average of just under three yards per carry. But he did get in the end zone. He's 76 yards on 26 carries. It's fine. It's fine. Just keep, just keep toting the rock, Josh Jacobs. You know, you, know what's, you know what's not fine? What? Austin Eckler having 60 yards on 13 carries, four catches for 19. Thanks for the 11.9 points in semifinal for, week, damn it. That's because I think Kalen Balazs has dirty pictures of Anthony Lynn that he's going to He The Jets looked at him and went, we're good. The Dolphins, who I think their next starting running back is uh, Ricky Waters. <laughs> We're good. We don't need anything for you. We'll just outright cut you. It's fine. Oh, God. Yeah, that was... Talk about, uh, talk about inefficiency. Like one and a half yards per carry for old Kalen Ballage. Uh, he's not good. He's <laughs> not good at football. And why Anthony Lynn demands on running him, I don't know. Get every one carry. I mean, for a, I mean, for a guy that's almost no doubt going to get fired, I would think one would want your job attached to somebody not named Kalen Ballage or Balage or however the hell you say his name. <laughs> the big storyline, of course, in the ball game was Derek Carr's injury. Derek Carr, and, and, and I was watching it live as it happened, and they're talking about Derek Carr and what a great player he is, and all, and, you know, just put the jinx on him because as soon as the good words came out of their mouths, he scrambled out to the sideline, and before he could get out of bounds, grabbing his groin, yeah, you could tell that was that was not good. It's when never it a good sign when they just walk straight back to the locker room. Oh, like, yeah. We don't even take a bypass at the nope. sideline. Just nope. straight back to the no locker room. No checking in. I'll no let nothing. you catch up to me uh, when you get here. <laughs> he immediately started rubbing on that uh, on that ligament or joint or muscle or whatever that uh, he pulled. You, you, I mean, only had, there's only so many things in your body. So you had to I was going to hit it at some point. 
<laughs> whatever went wrong, he was grabbing it immediately. Uh, and then Marcus Mary, yeah, can't do it. Get it with him. It's over. What are you gonna do? Take the loss? Yeah. <laughs> At least he had the forethought to yeah. pass the ball before he got out of bounds. But Mariota came in and played pretty well until he didn't. Well, yeah, until he threw. Yeah, Marcus Mariota yeah. did exactly what Marcus Mariota does. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's not terrible. I mean, his arm looked way better than it's looked in the past. Yeah. And then literally, it no more came out of my mouth. If you throw again, you're doing it wrong. As soon as I said that, he got picked off. Instant. It wasn't. It was instant karma. It was five seconds later. <laughs> and uh, so you think you are you putting the whole loss last night on John Gruden? Yes. Yes, I am. John Gruden is a crazy person, and I think he has taken one too many blows to his head. I mean, at what point? I don't think he wanted to win. I don't know why. I've yet to figure out why. He's too smart to be that stupid. Like That's the only thing I... There were some really dumb play calls. You have this game won. All you have to do is run the ball. That's it. Mm-hmm. With, what, two minutes to go? Then you, let, then you throw a pick. They kick field goal, which they missed. Then you get another shot. And what do you do? Let Marcus Mariota throw it to a fullback in the flat that wouldn't have scored had there been no one there. Exactly. He just <laughs> <laughs> It's just the falling apart at the end of the game. I love John Gruden, but I think he is he's completely lost his mind. Well, good news for the Las Vegas Raiders. They've got uh what's this 8 years left on this contract? Yeah, I got You it's think they're regretting it? Uh, I, I think after last night, you can't hardly not be regretting it. Right. This is now two unbelievable collapses two years in a row. Yeah. Oh, and uh, we also had this. This can't make you feel real warm and fuzzy about your coach. You that, know, that doesn't make you feel real good. Oh, wait. That. that what? That. <laughs> I can't figure out the dynamic <laughs> of spinning it around. <laughs> That one. That guy. Yeah. Hey, John, the Oakland Raiders don't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. You're in Las Vegas. (laughs) I mean, I never thought there would be another floating coach head other than that one. Ah! (laughs) And now we have both. Saying ever saying after the game, John Gruden apologized (laughs) for wearing the wrong hat and then said, somebody played a pretty good trick on me. So wait, wait, here's my question. Somebody played a trick on you because you can't look at the name on your hat. Are you Will Ferrell from Anchorman? You just read whatever's on the prompter. Well, look. <laughs> I wear whatever hat you give me. <laughs> and that, and maybe the, and that's what he's referring to, I guess, is that as he's walking out, somebody handed him the wrong hat or somebody exchanged the Las Vegas hat for the Oakland hat that hangs by his door. As he's going out, he just grabs the hat, puts it on, fuck it, let's go. Let's go. Doesn't even look in the mirror. I don't even care. I just just wear hats. I like hats. (laughs) Let's do stuff. So he's saying that he wasn't wearing a hat in the locker room, and as he walked out of the field, someone just handed him a hat. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He didn't look at it. He just threw it on and said, hell with it, let's go. Don't Don't know. know. Don't know. I'm waiting for him to whip out the Bucks hat for the next one. Just, <laughs> just fucking let's go. Here we go. He's got, 
the 2001 sideline Buccaneers hat on. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, John Gruden needs John Gruden needs somebody to like lead him down the path of righteousness. If you can't figure out what city you're in and you can't figure out to run the ball with two minutes to go, you let your backup, who was your third string inactive quarterback until three weeks ago, yeah, let's let's put it in his hands. That's a that's a great idea. You know why this happened? He had the coronavirus. Oh, I was I thought it so. ate his brain. <laughs> it, it's one of the uh, that's that's one of the unknown side effects. Memory lapses. Bad at football? And, <laughs> is that an unknown effect? Memory lapses and poor time management. That's, sure. So we're blaming everything. I mean, Lamar says his, uh, his, his, his cramps on Monday Night Football could have been caused by the coronavirus. Rona. Cam Newton's playing horribly, apparently, to some because coronavirus. Rona. Max Kellerman. Yep. So, <laughs> so maybe, <laughs> maybe John Gruden's mental instability is... Coronavirus. The only explanation. He had Rona. We're gonna we're gonna blame everything on the coronavirus. So stupid. Thirty to twenty-seven. Though the Chargers beat the uh, beat the L.A. Ra- or the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Jesus Good Christ! I went through every right. one of them. I went Oakland, L.A. and uh, Las Vegas. Oakland Raiders, L.A. LA Rams, L.A. Lakers, L.A. Clippers, <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Flint Tropics. Oh, <sighs> it wasn't that everybody bad. Yeah, I figured it out. You know who handed Gruden that hat? Me. I did. Yeah. Chargers versus the Raiders, and they went 30 to 27. It hit the over, and it pushed. So I feel pretty good about it. Thank you for hitting the over. Uh, that's that was awful sweet of you. Uh, I am now six and one on our afternoon picks in the last two days. That is how you come back from a three and five start. Nice. There you go, buddy. Way to rebound. And you know get... what? And you know what we have today? We have my last betting segment of the year for college football. And I'm picking every game on the schedule. Well, uh, your All job your job has gotten easier because we got one less game than we had yesterday. Uh, <laughs> yesterday we had the announcement of the what was it? Maryland and who? Maryland and somebody canceled. Michigan State. Michigan State. And now we've got the Sun Belt Conference Championship game is canceled. And, and here's the stupidest part of that. Their solution, you have an undefeated team, and you have a team with one loss. They lost to the team they're supposed to play. Coach and your solution is, Coach Amps, everybody gets the trophy. Oh, everybody gets the trophy. We can't really determine the winner because we didn't get to see I the game. I think you can. Because, yeah, you, you know, they already played. <laughs> Yeah, the one loss of uh, of Louisiana was to Coastal Carolina. Coach Amps, good job. We done did this one time. Good job. I I don't understand it. It's uh, it's baffling to me. But hey, every yeah, exactly. Everybody gets a trophy. You let's just let's just call off Ohio State and uh, and Northwestern. Just Coach Amps. Don't tempt them. Coach they Amps, will. let's they, do it. They will do it. Don't tempt them. I want to see what the committee will do. Put them in anyway. Coach Amps. They're co-champs. That's, that's it. Even though we all know that Northwestern doesn't have a shot at winning this game. Oh, well, they have a believe. shot. We can believe. What's it? What? what Everybody like 1%? has a shot. Everybody has a shot. It's 2020. Joe Biden's our president. Uh, everybody has a shot. Do you believe in miracles or conspiracies or whatever? Or whatever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Coastal Carolina had a positive test in the program, and apparently the contract tracing takes out an entire unit. And so they won't be able to, you know, it's like one corner got it and all the corners got or were contact or close contacts, and so they had to just call it off. You know who I blame? I blame one very specific person. Jamie Chadwell? Nope. Okay! <laughs> <laughs> Now wait, what, 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 why is it his fault? Everything's Because he exists? Yeah. Just, just because? <laughs> yeah. I had to stop and get gas this morning. You know who I blamed? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that will stop being funny to me at one point. Probably the day he gets fired. It's not yet. Not it's yet, not yet. Not yet. I'm going to take, uh, take the over on that one. I don't think I think it's gonna last a long time. It's like that scene in Groundhog Day. It's a long, cold, dark winter, and it will last the rest of your so, life. It's like that line in what? Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Day. Never seen. It. Oh my god. Oh, Here we go. You and Bill Murray movies. Speaking of, did you watch Scrooged? No, I did. I, I took a night off I, a, after the debacle that was a Christmas story. I just decided I don't like Christmas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> The, the movie that brings joy to millions of people. He says, no, it took it out of me. Just nope. ruined Christmas for me. Nope. That story of a... Never mind. I FaceTimed an animal shelter and yelled at the puppies. Because I was angry. <laughs> oh, my God. We here at the Sports Doctor right. do believe in oh. SPCA and animal oh, shelters. Yeah, no, we are. Uh, we, 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 we don't torture animals. It was FaceTime. It wasn't that much torture. Stop, stop that. Stop that. You're, I mean, shot collar. These we are the same that. people that call me Michael Vick because I got a shot collar for my dog because she exactly. kept trying to run in traffic. You saved your life, man. That dog, that dog loves me. <laughs> I am that dog's favorite person on planet Earth. Right. Which means she has a very sad existence. <laughs> so Jeremy's going to be picking every game uh, on All of this afternoon's show, ESPN Asheville, the Sports Tank with Jeremy Green, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, three to five yep. weekdays. Every game. All of them. And my thought in that is, if I pick every game, maybe, just maybe, I'll get 12 games. Because yeah. that's what I used to pick weekly. And, and during Rota times, now I've had to pick every freaking game, which has hurt my win-loss record, and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm still 30 games over 500, but still. Well, I think now we're down to 20 games this weekend, so it keeps, it keeps getting more manageable uh, by the hour. I am getting excited, though, driving in this morning in Asheville on I-26. I, I got to see the caravan of... Uh, Clemson football buses stuck in traffic. So, see, uh -huh. even they have to sit in traffic on I-26. <laughs> but uh, the buses are heading down to Clemson uh, to take them to the ACC championship game in Charlotte coming up tomorrow. The most impactful, looked forward to ACC championship game in the history of the conference. Um, but tonight, we've got the Pac-12 championship game. Number 13, USC, taking on Oregon, the team that had to be subbed in for Washington yeah, because and, of Corona. And, and I want, I'll, I'll take the journey with me. Okay. So the, the playoff committee takes into account that teams win a conference title, right? Yes. So winning your conference title game is important. Here's how important it was to the Pac-10. They just substituted a team for USC to play. 
That's how important this is. Oh, they can't play? Screw it. Feed them somebody else. And good Lord, do I hope they lose. I want them to lose so bad. USC has had to have a, has had to score in the last minute three of their five games to win. Mm-hmm. Please, please keep them out of uh, out of a New Year's Six ball. What happens if Oregon wins and there's not a Pac-12 team in the top twenty-five? <laughs> like, I hadn't uh, thought about it. Like, actually, all right, but, so but it's, an, but it's an so we're gonna play the Rose right? Bowl and it's gonna be Oregon and who gives a shit? Northwestern. Uh, Oregon and Northwestern. Oregon that lost to Oregon State and Northwestern that hasn't played a team better than a very high-level high school team yet. They're getting ready to, and they're going to get freight trained by them. But. Uh-huh. And notice, the background's still purple. Start Our right. support at Northwestern. Yep. Go, North Go Cats! Go Cats. Go Wildcats. Uh, Larry Scott, though, the commissioner of the Big 12, or the uh, Pac-12, excuse me, he believes that the Trojans need to be in the playoff conversation. Oh, shut up, Larry Scott. He says we got that we that we deserve to be in the conversation right now because you know USC is an undefeated uh, Power Five team. We've done everything you've asked us to do. <laughs> we've played all the games that we could play, and we've got five wins. So why shouldn't we be in the playoff conversation? Because uh, Ohio State is. Well, uh, you remember that scene in Saturday Night Live where. Chris Farley tried to be a Chippendales dancer. Yep. And they and and at the end of it, uh, Patrick Swayze said, "If his body wasn't just so awful, he <laughs> would be phenomenal." Uh, the same tact applies here. Right. If you weren't the Pac-12 and your teams weren't so unbelievably god awful, then maybe we could talk. Mm-hmm. But they are, and we can't. Right. And you played a very limited schedule. Yeah, you know, and there and and here it is. I I I saw. I mean, we we all saw this coming, right? Where we would get down to this point, and Larry Scott and uh, Kevin Warren, if they weren't getting the respect they deserved, they'd be like, "We've done all we can." Well, no, you somebody didn't. please think of the children. <laughs> but you didn't do all you could. You no. You didn't press the play like everyone else own, did. You dutied in your own pants. Mm-hmm. You get what you get. Sorry. Yep. And I would and I would be saying the same thing about Ohio State right now. But the problem is the the committee is going to give them the benefit of the doubt because Which they believe stupid. they are one of the best teams in the country. And I don't I I've never disagreed that it's stupid, but it's the reality. It's the reality we live in is that Ohio State drives a lot of eyeballs. We believe that they are one of the best or most talented teams in the country, obviously, because year in and year out they have, just like Alabama and Clemson, they're right up there in the top five of every recruiting class, so they get the benefit of the doubt. USC, not so much. I feel like if this had been, if this had happened back in the Pete Carroll era, I feel like we'd have a different discussion. But the uh, fact yeah, because they would have been good. Right, that's, but that's what I'm saying. Coach and Clay Elton's not. That's what I'm saying. The fact that USC's program has dropped off so much and their talent level has dropped off so much and their coaching has dropped off so much. Not according to Keyshawn Johnson. Oh, my God. <laughs> Old Key, by God. He loves him some Trojans. God. Yeah, he sure does. Keaton Slovis. Monroe St. Brown. 
We've got an impressive committee with the win over Oregon to try to get into the top four. He was talking about this morning. He uh, said that this morning? Uh, yeah, you no. know how you impress the committee? If one of your players can actually fly. <laughs> That's what would impress me. If, if a Monra St. Brown grew Pegasus wings and flew, <laughs> that might impress me. Other than that, I don't care. I don't care if they win this game by 104. Yeah. They're not going to. I actually think they're – secret time, here's a free pick for you. I think they're going to lose. Wow. All right. Wow, wow, we wow. <laughs> so that's your first preview pick of the week. Oregon plus the three. Wow, wow, we wow. Ding. <laughs> yeah, hit the bell. Where's, Where's the my bell? bell? <laughs> Big Ten championship game coming up tomorrow at noon. Number four, Ohio State. Number 14, Northwestern. You, you do... You do believe there's a path for Northwestern. There's always a path. Okay, there's always a path, but logically walk me through how this happens. How do there's you think Northwestern is going to be able to stop Ohio State from getting any end zone? There's always a path. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty positive of that. Look at me, look at my wife. There's always a path. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the damn truth? <laughs> there's always hope for the little guy at some point. Yep. That's what she said. Northwestern Ohio State. How's it happen? Uh, Rona. Rona. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't. Just Justin Fields gets the Rona. Nobody else is in close contact. And that's that's the way. Touchdown, a block field goal, something crazy. Northwestern hangs in. Pat Fitzgerald gets the fucking Wildcats in there, baby. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the matchup predictor on ESPN right now has some uh, 9% chance to win, and I think that's too much. Uh, I think it's actually more about 2 or 1. <laughs> <laughs> just, just they're going to win. Blind. Blind love. Mm. Let's go, kitty cats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's it's not going to happen. Oh. Ohio State is way too. Here's one of the things, you know, reading up the the ancillary parts of this game, I didn't realize that this will be the first time that Ohio State, if they win, will have four straight outright Big Ten championships. It doesn't seem like that's possible over the years as much as they've dominated. Well, there used to be other good teams in this conference. This is true. Michigan. This is very true. Penn State. You know that team that should have lost to Michigan State, right? But and got trounced by other mediocre Big Ten teams, right? But with the, the uh, with the championship game, that's a relatively new thing for them. Outright champions were hard to come by yeah. in the Big Ten. You know, often you had to share the title with Michigan or yeah. Michigan State or whoever. Yeah, four straight outright Big Ten titles. I thought that was weird. So that's so that's just another motivator for this team, but I don't think they're going to need it. They're way too talented, and I don't think Northwestern can stop them. There's always hope. The set, I just, I mean, I see Justin Fields being able to carve them apart. Justin Fields. He's unreal. I mean, he's only thrown three interceptions this year, and he's completing 80% of his passes. That's unbelievable. Um, if I played against children, I oh, could probably complete that. Stop that! Stop that! Not saying I would that be they face. The, I would be the best uh, termite quarterback you've ever seen. 
termite quarterback. And some reckless. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if I, I got to termite. play against eight-year-olds, I would be like the Joe Montana of termites. <laughs> and that's how I look at Justin Fields. Okay, all right. So he's just too big for the conference. Uh, no, the conference is just bad. Ah. I'm going to say he's too big for the conference because I don't think he's that great. I mean, I think he's fine. But, I mean, I don't think he's mm – -hmm. I, I, I think he's going to come up against Mac Jones that has weapons galore, and it's going to be a train wreck. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you on that point. But for this game, he's still playing against the toddlers. I, I also need my Jets to stay as far away from him as humanly possible. Yeah. You're not getting close. Trevor! Love you, Trevor! <laughs> I'm just – I'm just waiting for Trevor to say something about it. We'll be together soon. It's fine. Like after he wins, after he wins the you know the college football playoff and the national championship, I get, you know Trevor Lawrence sitting there. I can wait for him to say, "See you later, New York. I'll be on my way." Because I'm I'm more and more convincing myself that this kid is not going to spurn the Jets. And stay at Clemson for another year. Oh, you mean what I've? Oh, you mean what I've said for the last four months has finally sunk in? Yeah. No, I've never disagreed with what you said. I've been right there with you. Um, it's but, the stupidest dumb dumb mm -hmm. talk in the history of time. Mm -hmm. Dumb dumb. Oh, Trevor Lawrence, man, I go to New York. Okay, was he want to play in Jacksonville? Oh, that'd be fun. Want to play for the Falcons? Right. That'd be cool. Right. Yeah. I'm a long-haired, blonde-haired, pretty boy going to New York. There's no sponsors that'll touch me. Yeah, yeah. I won't get. And, and I love oh, yeah. the, I love this, oh, no. I, I love the explanation of, well, Pat Mahomes is in Kansas City, which is the 31st biggest media. Blah, 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 blah. Nobody wanted him. Uh, a lot of people wanted him. What you just said is a complete myth. The Jets almost took him at six. But they didn't. Had Jamal Adams not been there, they probably would have, because mm -hmm. they liked him a lot. But that's what I'm saying. He got past. He got past the top of the He's draft. also the greatest quarterback through three years in NFL history. Yes. And he didn't play in the first 15 games he put on a jersey. Mm -hmm. That's a stupid argument. I've heard it. A, good Lord, I've heard that a lot of times. Oh, Pat, Pat Mahomes can make it in Kansas City. You can make it anywhere. I don't care if you're the best quarterback ever. If you're on a trajectory to be the greatest quarterback that ever lived, I don't care if you play on the moon. Yeah, you're going to do just fine. Well, and let's not play like Pat Mahomes hasn't had help either. Uh, I mean, yeah, he is the, great. The Jets don't have a Tyreek Hill. Right, he is great, but Andy Reid had already had a championship <laughs> team there. I mean, not a Super Bowl championship, but division championship team. He already had that built and then added the perfect quarterback to it. He knew he was going to trade up. So let's stop. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like... Kansas City saw him, wanted him, decided they could jump up to get him because so many other teams had already passed on him. Yeah. That's kind of my point. Trevor Lawrence is a completely different animal where everyone looks at him and goes, that's the dude. That's the best quarterback I've that seen. Dude. That's the best quarterback I've seen since Andrew Luck. That's the best quarterback I've seen since Peyton Manning. I, you, 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 cannot, you cannot find a single person or I have yet to find a single person expert that says this is not the guy yeah that and, dude. right and when you're the guy you're gonna go number one you're gonna get all the things that come along with that and again to me Trevor Lawrence is not a kid to back down from a, a challenge yeah. which he realizes New York's going to be 
But it's, I mean, it's just like this season. Why would the number one quarterback, everyone says, that's the dude, why would you put yourself at risk for a coronavirus season? Why would you even play? But no, he took the leadership role, and he you know, got all the guys together to petition, to come back and play, to be able to open things back up. He wants to win a national championship. And the fact that he keeps just dodging all of the questions, I think people are like, oh, there's a chance he's going to come back. No, it's not. He's singularly focused on this one thing. He's a kid who's one game at a time. I've got to complete the national championship run before I go to the NFL draft. I've got to focus on this one thing. And I don't know why, they ex- why anyone would expect him to be any different. The fact that he's not talking about it should not be an indicator that, oh, he's really considering this option. No, he's not. He's not. Because yeah. he's a smart kid, and he's a leader, and he knows what's going to happen. <laughs> and he knows if he doesn't go to the Jets, he's probably going to end up getting drafted by him the next year as well. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't come out, then the Jets will take Justin Fields. Ugh. And I don't like that at all. Nope. Uh, so they might end up with the first pick two years in a row. Uh, nope. It's not happening. We don't have to talk about it because it's, it's Trevor Lawrence and that's it. But I can't, I, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for the ACC championship game. Four o'clock kickoff tomorrow. Number two against number three is the first time the two teams in the ACC championship have both been ranked in the top five. This is statement time. Notre Dame's feeling like they've been dissed the entire time. The only reason you beat Clemson was because DJ Uyunglele was the quarterback the last time. And he played pretty well against Notre Dame. I mean, he threw for like 400 yards against the Fighting Irish. So that's why some people, Clay Travis, are talking about, oh, I'm taking Notre Dame in this game. Because Trevor Lawrence, he can't be that much better than DJ Uyunglele, can he? Well, I think he can, and uh, and you're also leaving out. Yes, he came and played a great second half in that first game with Notre Dame. But remember how disastrous that first half was. I mean, him throwing the ball away and fumbling the ball away to start out that first quarter was awful. And Clemson was out without two, two like major defensive players. Four, 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 four major, defensive four players. major defensive. Players. I'm telling you right now, Clemson is going to throttle Notre Dame. I think so. They're going to come out and try to prove a point. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to Dabo. He's been telling you this for weeks. Yeah. I mean, and here they come. Right. With more weapons and more talent, a better defense, and all the things. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, I think it's going to live up to the expectations. Because that's, I still think Notre Dame will get theirs. They'll still be able to move the ball. Well, here's the thing. We've been on a collision course. I said this two months ago. Mm-hmm. We have been on a collision course for Alabama-Clemson part 47 and a half for two months. Right. I don't care that they lost to Notre Dame with a backup quarterback and the Rona. Mm-hmm. I don't care. They're now going to play uh, – God, I want it to be Ohio State so bad. I either want Ohio State to not make it or I want them to have to play Clemson or Alabama in the first round. Well, or, in, or in the first set of... That's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, I'm aware of that, but yeah. I just... Just please, please let it happen. Just, I almost... It's almost worth it for Ohio State to get in just to see how badly one of these teams would beat them. Mm-hmm. Were you saying the same thing about this team last year? What? About Ohio State when they got into the playoff last year. Were you saying the same thing about them then? 
No, because they played a full season. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were – you would actually have been challenged. I look at this team now, and there's not one guy on that roster that hasn't regressed from where I had them going into the season. Wow. Okay. Sean Wade was a top ten pick. Now he'll be lucky to go in the first two rounds because he has been tortured in coverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Fields, you know, I, I wasn't sure of him. I didn't like my ranking on him, and he's come down about five points on a 100-point scale mm-hmm. this year because there are things I see in him that I don't like. There are times under duress he makes very poor decisions. Mm-hmm. And I think Clemson will harass him, and, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. There's a reason Kirby Smart looked at Justin Fields and said, we're in better hands with Jake from State From. Right. <laughs> Please tell me how you're the number two pick in the draft and Jake Fromm was a better solution than you. <laughs> I don't care that he was a junior and you were a freshman. Right. I don't care if he was a senior citizen and you were a preschooler. If you're that good, you're better than Jake Fromm. Mm-hmm. No, I think everybody, you know, Notre Dame has obviously, it, both of these teams have so much to fight for. It's a first chance. It's, it's this chance for Notre Dame to do something they've never done before. Win a conference championship. Because yeah. they've never been part of one. So that's a big motivator. Yeah. Like, hey, if we're not going to be in this conference moving forward, let's make them remember us. They are. Yeah. Oh, I think they are as well. I really do think they, they are. They are going to be part of yeah. this conference. Yeah. But, I mean. And I'm perfectly if they fine don't, with that. Right. But it's one of those things. This is our chance to do something no Notre Dame team has ever done before. If we've learned anything this year, it's you better be affiliated with one of these big conferences. Yep. I understand this is a different year, but this is really put it under a microscope. That the, the days of being an independent are long past. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing, because I, I think Notre Dame is going to get in no matter what. I do too. I mean, they win. Obviously, they'll knock Clemson out of the out of the running, and they'll stay at number two. Or they lose, and they're still in. And a Notre Dame team who loses, who has a one loss, would not normally get into the college football playoff. Really? They kind of have to. Depends on who that loss is to. They kind of have to go. Depends on what the year is. I mean, you got to think about the teams they play year in, year out. Mm -hmm. Think about how many years Stanford's been good. USC's been good. Michigan's been good. Yep. Uh, I mean, yeah, they could have. There have been years they could have withstood losses. Didn't they make it just a couple Mm -hmm. years ago with one loss? I believe they did. I I thought they were undefeated when they made it. You're talking about the year they played Alabama in the title game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let me look that up. But I think it would, you know, I think it only, obviously being tied to one of the big five, power five conferences makes it better for Notre Dame uh, than being an independent. And I think this marriage has worked really well. I mean, Notre Dame's Dame's ratings on NBC have never been higher than they are right now. That should tell you something. Mm -hmm. And it should tell them something. And if they have to keep sharing that $15 million in NBC exclusive revenue with the ACC, I think they'll find that it's worth it. And, and for the ACC as well. They were undefeated two years ago. When they, were they? Yeah. Yeah. When they got beat. Yeah. Unless they're undefeated, they're probably not getting in. But with one loss this year, they'll get in regardless. During the corona year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. The Big 12 championship game, number 10, Oklahoma, number 6, Iowa State. I think this one is a, I don't know, I feel like there's a blowout coming. A lot of people do. Money is drastically on Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You'll have to listen this afternoon to say <laughs> to tell you where you can. 
<laughs> I actually think this will be a good game. Mm -hmm. Brock Purdy can score with Spencer Rattler. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I like Iowa State. I like Matt Campbell. I think this may very well be his last game at Iowa State. Where do you think he's going? NFL. Really? He strikes me as an NFL coach and has for a long time. He's going to take the Jacksonville job? I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you what job it will be. He's going to get calls. He got calls. I mean, hell, the Jets called him two years ago. Right. Several other teams have called him over the last few years. Mm -hmm. He just very much has that CEO of an NFL quality. Mm -hmm. And you look at how good Matt Rule's been and how bad the candidate market is this year. Mm -hmm. I could see more than one college coach jumping. Oklahoma has already lost to Iowa State before, but that was the third week of the season. And remember how rocky things started out for Spencer Rattler. That's this when year. Spencer Rattler was still bad. Right. He has turned into. Not bad. Well, I was going to say one of the best quarterbacks in college football, but I think he's in that second tier. No? <laughs> really? Where would you put him? In the hierarchy of oh, quarterbacks God. in college football. Uh, well, I mean, I can name five off the top of my head that he's not in the same class as. Uh, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Okay, mm -hmm. there's five. You want me to do five more? Yeah. I mean, I could probably keep doing this. Yeah. I'd have to think about it markedly harder than I just did. But That's what I said. He's right outside that top group. Mm, no, he's not. <laughs> he's still a sophomore that makes way too many bad decisions. Mm -hmm. Now, next year, might be. Another year, full year of practice, more normal year. He's fine, mm -hmm. but he's still not. I mean, it's not. This is not like Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield or Jalen Hurts or any of the things they've had at quarterback in the past. Mm -hmm. I that's one of the things I think people are forgetting about Oklahoma. This is not the same team you think it is. This is not what you're used to. This is a young quarterback that has not played anywhere else. Doesn't mm -hmm. have the stars under his belt. Mm -hmm. This is different. And this is going to be a big stage for him. Whether he's ready for it or not, I don't know. I mean, I think he's getting there. And I think, uh, you know, they're turning him into the next great Oklahoma quarterback. I think if what we all expect. I'm not right. saying he won't be next year. I'm mm -hmm. saying he's not right He's now. not right now is if what you're saying. If can get somebody ready for one game at quarterback position, it's Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. I would believe so. And he's a hell of a talented kid. Will Oklahoma be able to stop him on, in the run, though? No. Brees Hall is very, very, very good. Yep. And Oklahoma's defense is very, very, very bad. Very bad. <laughs> How high do you expect this game to go? Oh, boy. A lot. 80? <laughs> What's the over-under? Uh, the over. I didn't do over unders for the afternoon. Fifty-eight. Uh, yep, might be that at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I can see a game in the in the in the high forties, in the in the in the high thirties, low low to mid forties. Mm -hmm. For both of these teams, this could be first team to fifty wins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, and. Here again, you've got Iowa State sitting here at number six and going, if we can beat Oklahoma uh -huh. and we can make it look good, maybe there's a shot. If Northwestern, there's a, beats, if Ohio Northwestern beats Ohio State Notre or Dame whatever. Clemson. Right. Notre Dame beats Clemson. There's two spots uh, possibly available. Could happen. 
Iowa State could jump up in there. You don't think if they beat Oklahoma and make it look good and both those things happen, they can make it in, this top four. Clemson makes it in over Iowa State. With two losses. To the same team. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. To the same team that's in the playoff. Yeah, that's a good point. Two loss Clemson would make it in over Iowa State. Yeah, yeah, well. Well, conference championships are supposed to matter. (laughs) <laughs> it don't matter that much. It don't, yeah, matter. don't matter that much. It doesn't matter. They don't care. It's, they put in whoever they want. Right. Done over with. For yep. the same reason, I wouldn't be surprised if Notre Dame beat Clemson for them to be ranked number one next week. Uh, you should be. Yeah. They, they won't. <laughs> Short of Alabama losing, there is nothing that keeps them from being one, and they should be. Right. But two, two wins against the number four team in the country. Could matter to the to the committee. I don't know. Okay. Remember, Alabama this committee is stupid. Won, Alabama has won against five, seven, and nine. Yeah. Well. And well. Um, they're about to have a four wins against the top that's, that's, No, they'll be seven. That'll be the seven. Yeah. Yeah, Florida's seven. So I, I, I've already mentally, because uh, I think Alabama has somehow, somehow already scored, and that game doesn't start for another Mm, 30 hours? Right. Alabama's already up 7 nothing. Huh. Especially after Dan Mullen ran his yapper yesterday. We'll talk about that after we win. I'm sure Nick Saban looked at his guys and went, look at this silly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and put that up on the Don't board. you know who I am? If we didn't need any motivation before, thank you, Dan Mullen, for opening your mouth and giving us more motivation Two frogs down here. They don't need any. They don't need any. This is Alabama. They know. They know coming into this game that they're the better team. And what they also know is all we got to do is just poke the bear a little bit. Yeah. Make them beat themselves. Because that's exactly what they did against the LSU. Yeah. And sure enough, we can make that happen again. But we're not going to need to. We got Devontae Smith. We got Mac Jones. We got one of the best defenses in the country. We got stuff. We're doing stuff. Yeah. We're fully loaded, man. Their, their second team defense is probably the second ranked offense. Let's get defense right, in the, right. In the, in the Ninety court. miles an hour, six to midnight. Let's go. Let's get this damn thing over with. We're going to the college football playoff, and we're going to cruise to another national title. That's the that's how Alabama thinks. Everybody else has to think. Okay, what do we dig deep here for? Uh, we gotta we gotta at least make it look good. We gotta, Don't lose by six. We got to pray to God yeah. that Kyle Pitts is playing and looks good. Yes. Because I think if he'd have been playing in that LSU game, that wouldn't have mattered. That would that, that never would have happened. I don't think I've ever wanted a, a player more from a rookie standpoint in a fantasy than I want Kyle. I want Pitts. You've never wanted a rookie more than Kyle Pitts in fantasy football. Tight ends are serious. <sighs> I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, I get your point. Tight end is, you know, gross. you need one of the top tight ends to be effective. You yeah. don't need one of the top tight ends to be effective. You well, just need to listen to the tight end whisperer. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you just need to pick the right one week in and week out. Yeah, and the problem is now I need one, and uh, I, I'm not hearing from the gods, and I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> You're, well, we're down to the end here. You've, you've, you've played all your plays. Yeah, unfortunately, I have Zach Ertz, and I'm not feeling warm and fuzzy about Yikes. that. Yikes. Yikes. I'm just saying, it's it's not a bad fantasy football strategy to get one of the tight ends and go, okay, that position's taken care of. Yeah. Like a Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Mark uh, Mark Andrews. As Darren Waller showed last night, he is an up 
Right. Kittle. You get one of the top ones, you can call it off. So if you're in a dynasty league, I could understand that. Let's take care of my tight end spot for the next 12 years. The rookie draft. Yeah. That's That's an interesting thought. How high in rookie drafts do you think you should take Kyle Pitts? Depends if you need tight end. I don't know. It depends just, on where he goes. It depends on where everybody else goes. That's a question for, I don't know, six months from now. <laughs> you don't have any, you don't have any uh, foresight? You can't, you can't even wrap your brain around that? No. Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it depends on where he goes. Right. I, I don't ever do any of that shit until I know where they go. Right. I don't know. I feel like it's. I feel like it'd be pretty high. If you're going in a strict rookie dynasty draft, Woo. I feel like that's that's something there. Uh, yeah, lots of games canceled over the weekend. We got the uh, Mountain West Championship game. You be locked into that one. San Jose State and Boise State. Can't wait. I'll pass. I mean, it's not. I would watch a Christmas story again, bad, but it's. It's. You need bad. to watch your mouth. Your blaspheming is starting to get under my skin. Watch your stupid movie about some little dorky kid that wants a rifle. It's yes. It's awful. Yes. Awful. No. Awful. It's not. If you had not had a damaged childhood, you would I understand. Have, I had a wonderful childhood. I think that's kind of the point. You spoiled little bully bastard. That's why you don't. He doesn't connect at all with the Ralphie character because he's always been the asshole. That's that's what it is. I heard no lies. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not saying it's. Uh, you know, I'm not saying it to to dig at you. I think that's honestly the truth, or, and why you hated that movie so much. Or maybe it's just that movie sucked out loud. No, because that's what I think it is. Not true. You I mean, that's a cute little theory you just had there, but I think it's just the movie had no plot and it was terrible. It had a plot. You didn't like the plot just because it didn't have hookers and cocaine in it. <laughs> you know what that would have done? Helped. <laughs> uh, it's a major award! Yeah, it's Italian. It's fragile. <laughs> It's a beautiful movie, and I it's hate Italian. the fact that you hate it. It's Italian. It's stupide. <laughs> hey, your Florida State Seminoles are playing football. They're doing stuff. Why? They're going to Wake Forest. They didn't mean to. He's so excited about that. Can't wait to see... Uh, what's the kid's first name? Travis. Oh, um... God, I had Jordan Travis. Jordan I Travis. Had, I had Clay Travis stuck in my head. <laughs> it's not Clay it's Travis. It's not Clay Travis. It's not Clay Travis. Travis. Jordan Travis. He'll be playing uh, quarterback again for you, I, I imagine. He played pretty well last week. I'm surprised you're not at all interested or or even excited that you at least have something to cheer for. J, I do. J-E-T-S <laughs> just in the season. I feel the same way about Florida State that I feel about the Jets. Can we just get this just get over, it over with? with. Okay. I'm ready to be best friends with Trevor Lawrence and be doing karate in the garage. Yeah. (laughs) Mike Norvell just had one of the worst recruiting classes in Florida State history. Right. Yeah, I I don't have a whole lot to be happy about right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't wait for uh, for the championship games over the weekend. We've got the NFL as well to look forward to. It is going to be a lot of fun. It's a week from today. 
It's going to be Christmas Day. Just a programming note for you. We will uh, not be working on the holidays, so we will have content for you every other day, except for the actual holidays. We're going to take those off, enjoy those with our families, and we hope you get to do the same. This is actually kind of weird. This is going to be the first time in like 15 years that I haven't just taken the two weeks off between Christmas and New Year's, but we're here for you. Yes, we are. We love you. I had a joke, but I'm... I chose not to. <laughs> it's probably a good thing. At the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias, be sure to like it, share it, and follow it. We'll be with you on ESPN Asheville this afternoon at 3 p.m. as we are every weekday here at on the iHeartRadio app. We will have uh, all of Jeremy's betting picks for college football's weekend. He's going to pick all of the games because of there's only like 19 left. I think every we game. dropped another one while we've been on. Who Let's knows? go. All of them. <laughs> we'll also have Asheville Police Chief David Zach in with us once again for the Beat the Chief segment. Didn't go well for Jeremy last week. Mm-hmm. He's falling behind again to the Chief, so we'll have all of the NFL picks against the spread in the Beat the Chief segment brought to you by EXP Realty and uh, Clarissa Marshall. Go check her out at ClarissaSellsWNC.com. This is the Sportsocracy. Follow, like, and share at the Sportsocracy on all the social medias. Be sure to hit that notifications button so you know whenever we go live. We are live once again from the Wicked Weed Studios. WickedWeedBrewing.com. Drink different.